You're listening to the very first episode of the Sunshine Shannon Show. I'm your host, Shannon Zorowski, and I am so, so excited you're here. Surprise! I have a podcast now. Maybe this is not a surprise to you if you follow me on Instagram because I have talked about wanting to launch my podcast, talked about working on it a few times. I was going to do this whole big launch thing, but... I have just wanted to get my podcast out there literally since 2020 and so many things have felt like they've been getting in the way and adding more work was kind of just holding me back. So I'm recording this right now on June 12th and hopefully I could just launch my podcast tomorrow on June 13th. Every time I've wanted to launch my podcast and like have made plans to do it. I've always tried to find a 13 to launch it on. And I think I might be launching my episodes every Tuesday. I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to figure it out. But I just want to get it out there in the world. And I don't know, just go from there. So that is what's happening today. We are going to be talking more about my journey in photography, my business, moving across the East Coast, all the things. To set the scene for you, I am currently in Newport, Rhode Island, where I am living, and I'm sitting in my car recording this. I'm across the street from a park. It's so beautiful. It's lush and green outside. It is 71 degrees. It's going to be in the 70s all week. Summer is on its way. I don't even know what day summer is officially starting. I think it starts this month in June, but I'm so excited. It's just going to be incredible. I have my three drinks with me. I have my one for hydration. I have my water, one for energy. I have a strawberry lemonade Celsius. And then my one for fun, I have my chai. A little ASMR for you guys. I picked a pretty quiet street, kind of tucked away. So hopefully there's not too many like car noises or anything happening. But if there is in the background, I'm sorry. I'm doing my best. I feel like whenever people would ask me, what's your podcast going to be about? I'd always just say like, whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> like, I just want to use this as a space to show up, like share more about my life, photography education, wedding education for my clients, share listener stories, whatever comes to mind that seems fun. I just want this to be like a really fun space where I don't really care about numbers or analytics. Like, I just want to come chat and hang out with you guys and just connect more. So I thought this would be the perfect way to do that. And I have so many ideas for episodes. I am really, really excited. I'm just going to keep the intro pretty short. I just want to dive into the episode and get started. So let's go all the way back. I've always loved photography ever since I was little. I feel like it was such a big part of my childhood. My mom and dad always had like film cameras and they were like snapping photos and Oh my gosh, like the big VHS recorder that you would like have to hold on your shoulder and it had like an eyepiece. Like that is such a prominent memory throughout my childhood, just like recording home movies, all those vibes. 
And as I was getting older, I kept having an interest in photography. I remember in middle school, every single year, I'd ask my mom for a new point-and-shoot camera. And I would always be taking photos, whether if it was me and my cousins and like just snapping away memories, bringing it to school. And yeah, I just had so much fun always taking photos. But even though I always loved photography and always was drawn to it, I decided like in kindergarten that I wanted to be a lawyer. And I just remember sitting in the back of my mom's car like we had just gone to McDonald's and I was arguing with her about something and she was like you know what you just love to argue you should be a lawyer and from that moment on I was like okay I'm gonna be a lawyer like that just makes sense and then in senior year of high school we had to do a senior project and mentor with somebody in the field that we wanted to go into and very conveniently my mom worked for a lawyer so I mentored with her boss and I don't know I kind of just like sat there for six hours and just like organized paperwork and she just sat on the phone and I was just like yeah this isn't really like what I envisioned it to be this is mm, really boring actually like where is the judge, the banging of the gavel, the law and order? Like, where was that energy? I was just, like, trapped inside, and that just didn't feel so good to me. And when I thought about it, I was like, wow, adults spend so much of their time working. Like, I want to do something fun and creative that I'm going to wake up every single day and be so excited about. So after I decided that being a lawyer was not really going to work out for me, I told my mom that I wanted to pursue photography and specifically wedding photography. I don't know exactly why I decided wedding photography, but like I just knew it in my bones. I needed to be a wedding photographer. Everything about the days are so beautiful. Everyone is so happy. It's just a big party. I get to be outside. I get to be creative, fun, like work with fun people, travel. Like there really didn't seem to be any downsides. So I decided that that's what I wanted to do. And very conveniently, a lady named Carly, she used to also work in my mom's office. My mom was like telling me about her. She went to law school, started working in the office, decided like this isn't really for me. And now she's a wedding photographer. So obviously I had to connect with her. My mom like introduced us and Carly taught me so much and she really got me started. I got to transition my senior project over to photography and do that. I remember meeting up with her at a Starbucks and bringing some of my photos printed out so she could look at them and critique them. And she took photos of me, which ended up being my senior portraits, which was so fun. But she got me in front of the camera. So I could feel what it was like to take photos, but then like as time goes on, how to make people more comfortable. And it was just so cool having that experience for myself and just having somebody to really like mentor me. I'm still friends with her today. Like she has helped me so much throughout my business. 
So yeah, she just made me really, really excited about wedding photography and showed me that it is possible. So I decided to follow my dreams, pursue my passions, and make photography my career. So I went to the Art Institute of San Francisco, did a little tour, decided that I really liked the campus. It was in San Francisco, which was really fun. I used to live in South San Francisco, which was like right outside of the city. So I thought it was really cool and exciting to go into the city for school. So I applied, I got in and it was decided I was going to go to the Art Institute of San Francisco. They actually wanted to start me, I think in July because they were on the quarter system. So the classes were 11 weeks long and went all year round, which did not sound fun. I was like, hell no, I am not going to give up my like last full summer before I hit college, before I hit adulthood. Absolutely not. So I started my very first quarter. I did like a half quarter, which I think classes met twice a week and they were four hours long, which was insane but I got through that and yeah started school college was so fun for me because I got to start working on my major like working on photography classes as soon as I started school I'm pretty sure traditional colleges they make you take like all of your general eds up front and then you start getting into your more like specialized classes at the art institute I was doing them at the same time, which I loved. One of the very first classes I took was learning all the camera settings, like learning how to use manual, like understanding everything. Like I still have my notebook, like with all my notes in it. And I'm just like, wow, that's so crazy that like, I didn't even know how to use a camera at one point in manual mode. And now I'm over here crushing it. So throughout college, I learned how to use Lightroom, Photoshop, I did lighting classes, I got to like work in studio with backdrops, photojournalism classes, all my journal ads, like I did math, just stuff like that, like English classes, I still had those. Then throughout college, I would second or third shoot with Carly. She would take me to her weddings. She was teaching me all the things so I would be able to get experience, get photos. She would give me feedback on what I was like shooting for her. And yeah, she really helped make me be a better wedding photographer and like was always there to support me throughout school even though college was a super super fun time for me it was also really overwhelming I was working full-time going to school full-time I was a first assistant manager at zoomies which was super fun and then I worked at Alcatraz as a I think I was like one of the assistant managers the titles are a little fuzzy in my memory sometimes but I was like one of the managers and yeah I was working 40 hours a week I would wake up at 6 a.m every single day and I would either BART in from the South San Francisco station to Embarcadero which was like 20-30 minutes I would walk almost a mile to the ferry I would take the ferry and then I'd have to like walk up to the jail and then I would like work whenever my shift and I would either go to class after like I would have a 6 6 p.m to 10 p.m class 
I don't even know why that was a thing, but a six to 10 class. And then I would go home on bar and get home like at 11. And if I wasn't going to work first, I would wake up again at 6am to make it to my 8am class. I would either have like an eight to 12 or an eight to one, have two classes and then go to work after that and work until 10, get home at 11. And that would be my day every single day. And I would try to like squeeze in my homework and my projects and my assignments. And like, I would get it done, but I was really, I was not doing mentally very well. I was very overworked and like, I didn't even realize I was getting burnt out because I don't know, burnout was just so new to me. I was like, wow, I'm really exhausted. I have no ideas. I feel like dying all the time. I cry all the time. I'm falling asleep on bar. I'm falling asleep on my 15 minute breaks. It was, yeah, it was just a lot, but I finally got through it. Like right before I was graduating college, Alcatraz would not give me three days off anymore from work to accommodate my class schedule. And at first I was like, this is the worst news ever. I was so stressed. Uh, They were like, find a new job or literally get demoted. Like make $6 less, be a sales associate. And it was just like so much effort to get to Alcatraz every day, like all the way in the city. And yeah, it ended up being a big blessing in disguise because I was like, okay, bye-bye. So after I decided I was going to get a new job, I applied to a few different places. One of them being a pizza place, which was so random of me because I've never worked in the food industry before. And yeah, I was like, I don't know. Let's just get some tips. Let's try it out. And I applied to the Apple store. And it's really funny because I did the miniest interview with the pizza place and then they called me back like a few days later and they're like, oh, are you still like interested in working here? And I was like, yeah, sure. And they're like, okay, come in to do your paperwork. And I was like, oh, are you like hiring me? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, oh, what about my second interview? And they're like, it doesn't matter. We're going to just hire you. We liked you. And then I was like, oh, actually like, I have another interview somewhere else, so I'm just going to see how that goes first and then, like, make my decision, so it was kind of awkward, but I really wanted to work at the Apple store part-time because I want to get a new computer, I want to get the things, I want to get the discounts, so I applied. I didn't hear back from them right away, so I literally went into the store because I was like, I don't have time to be waiting around, and I talked to a manager and I was like, hi, I applied. I haven't heard back. What's what's the story? So there ended up being a group interview happening the next morning. And on that day, I ended up having work at 2 p.m. So I was like, perfect. Count me in. I'll be there. I swear to God, I was the 40, either the 42nd or the 46th person to be added to the group interview. And I was like, 40 people there insane so yeah I showed up it was really wild I saw Brandon for the first time my boyfriend he was in the group interview he was like the first person to ever stand up and talk so yeah I don't know it's crazy that I have like such a vivid memory of the first time I ever saw him 
And yeah, the interview went great. I went in for another interview. They ended up hiring me and I got to work part-time at the Apple store, which was such a blessing. It was so nice to just work part-time, get my last quarter in at school. I graduated finally in 2016 in December. It was like such an exciting time for me. I celebrated my 22nd birthday. I went to Vegas. I came home, did my portfolio show and then graduated. But then after I was done with school, I just felt very, very overwhelmed because I didn't have the excuse of like, I'm in school. I don't need to be fully booked. Like I have a job. I have all these things going on. Like I don't have time to be like finding all these clients. Like I didn't have that excuse anymore. I had to be a photographer. I had to build my business. School was basically preparing me to work for somebody else and get a job for someone else. They were not really preparing me to be a wedding photographer and run my own business. I like knew how to work a camera and had photographed enough weddings where like I kind of knew what was going on at that point. But to run a business just seemed like a really, really, really big question mark to me. In 2018, I had a lot more of my own clients, which was super exciting. I was really building my business. Things were taking off for me. And it was getting harder and harder to continue requesting days off from work because obviously a lot of weddings are happening on the weekend and I was supposed to be working on the weekend. I had my like weekdays off and yeah. It was just becoming to be a little too much. I was still really nervous about quitting my part-time job because, I don't know, even though, like, I was only working part-time and, like, my checks were not huge by any means, like, it was still a consistent income that I could rely on. I still had, like, health care, all the things. So it just seemed, like, so big and scary to just, like, quit my job and go for it full-time. But then we get to 2019. It's the beginning of the year, and I'm just looking at my calendar ahead. I see that I have almost 40 weddings booked, and that seemed like a lot. <laughs> I knew my job wasn't going to give me that many weekends off, so I was kind of thinking, mm, maybe it's time to quit. Maybe it's time to just go full-time with photography and just make it happen. So I looked at all of the guaranteed payments I already had coming in from clients who were booked, and I added that total up for every single month. And even if I didn't book a single new client from like the rest of the year all the way until November, I could book zero people and I would still make more than enough money to cover my expenses, live, like do all the things and more. Like I didn't need the income that I was making at my part-time job in any way. Like what I was going to be making already was like three, four, five, like 10 times the amount at times. And that just gave me so much confidence, like looking and seeing what I had already in my year. I was like, I literally don't need this job. Like I can just leave. So I put in my like 
six weeks. I don't know. I put this in like way ahead of time, but I picked April 19th as my very last day. And yeah, I honestly could not get out of there fast enough. I was so excited to just be my own boss, do all the things and run my own business. So after I went full time with photography, I decided that I was going to make the month extra fun and plan some trips because I no longer needed to ask for time off. I don't need to ask for nobody's permission. I can just do whatever I want. So I went to Disneyland to celebrate and then I went to Monterey for a weekend. I literally went to Spain for two weeks and then after that, I moved in with Brandon. And it was me moving out of my house for the first time, which is insane. I can't believe I quit my job, moved out, like I did all the things. I really went full force into a whole new life. And yeah, that was wild. <laughs> Wedding season kicked in and it really, really kicked my ass. It was my first year being full time and I had no idea the amount of work that actually went into photographing my own weddings. And I was just really not prepared for that. I ended up booking seven or eight weddings in September, which was insane. I did three weddings in one weekend. Like I did a Thursday, Friday, Saturday wedding. I was just like, yeah, of course I'll shoot your wedding. Like I had the day free. So yeah, I ended up being really, really burnt out from my 2019 season. It was absolutely insane, but I had amazing clients. I did so much work. I got to learn what kind of venues I did like, maybe what kind of venues I'd maybe prefer not to shoot at as much. So even though I was like really overworking myself, I got a really good taste into what I liked and learned so much. And then 2020 rolled around. I'm sure you know where this is already going, <laughs> but I had a full season booked. I was super excited about it. I was supposed to go to Tulum twice, which was going to be my first time in Tulum in general. And my first like international kind of destination wedding. And yeah, no one really went anywhere in 2020. I did photograph like 12 weddings. Some of my clients did like little elopement vibes and they still got married. And then they did like a bigger celebration later, which was like kind of fun. Got to like do multiple things with them. They didn't just have like one big day, got to have a bunch. But with all of that like extra free time, I decided that I needed some coaching. I really knew that things needed to change in my business because yeah, I was just feeling overworked, burnt out, crying, dying. Vibes were not so good. I knew things needed to change. So I invested in mentoring with Robert J. Hill and I'm obsessed with him. He is a business wizard and he helped me completely change my business in 
all the best ways. I redid my pricing. I learned how to do albums. I got to do so many other things in my business that I didn't really have time to do before because I was just editing all the time. I did group coaching with Robert J. Hill and then I loved it so much that I did a one-on-one coaching moment with him. And in the second coaching that I did, he helped me coach someone else. And yeah, I was just like so excited about all the new things I was doing minus being in a pandemic and being stressed and getting all my work rescheduled. And yeah, in 2019, me and Brandon decided that we were going to move to the East Coast in 2020. But 2020 obviously changed those plans. And a lot of my season was rescheduled into 2021, which meant that if we still moved in 2020, I would be flying back to the Bay Area almost every single weekend, which seemed just not doable. And I didn't really want to charge my clients the extra like travel fees that were going to be needed now to fly back home. Like a lot of them were so nice and understanding, but at the end of the day, like I didn't really want to charge my clients that because it's not their fault. They had to reschedule their weddings. And yeah, so we decided to just move at the beginning of 2022. So I got to finish out my whole 2021 year in the Bay Area, get a whole season in. It just seemed like the easiest plan. So that's what we did. I thought 2019 was wild. 2021 was on another level. I got to travel so much, which was a blessing and also very overwhelming. I remember like in my early stages of being a photographer, I just thought being a travel photographer was like the coolest thing you could ever do. And I was doing it and I was like, holy shit, I'm tired. I'm really, really, really tired. I went to Utah. I did a four day long wedding adventure. We They went rock climbing, ATVing. It was the most magical weekend long extravaganza ever. I went to Washington State twice. I got to go to Mount Rainier and do engagement photos and then go back two weeks later and do wedding photos in Leavenworth. I went to New England in the fall. It was so beautiful. Me and Brandon we flew to Boston and then went up to Franconia. We went over to Acadia National Park, shot in Boston. I got to do engagement photos for one of my upcoming wedding clients that I booked for New England. And yeah, just really got to prepare a little bit more for my year and transitioning, booking more clients. I had more time to like tell New England people I was on my way so they could book me. So yeah, I was just doing all that. But between June and October, I was gone 62 days, which is insane. I feel like I would get ready for a wedding weekend. I would spend a whole day packing getting everything prepared, making sure I wasn't forgetting anything, like checking in for my flight, like setting up all the stuff for the flight, making plans, like logging all my stuff to the airport 
hopping on a plane, driving hours by myself. Like, even if I wasn't flying, like, a lot of my weddings were driving. Like, a few of the locations were, like, five hours away. So, I was just spending so much time in my car, shooting the weddings, giving my all, giving all my energy, all my, like, love, excitement, positivity, all the best vibes, just being the most extroverted extrovert I could be. And yeah, just giving my all at my weddings and I would come home and just be so exhausted, try to unpack, have to go grocery shopping, do laundry, like try to import photos, catch up on the calling and the editing I already had, trying to catch up on my emails. And then it was already time for another wedding weekend, had to get ready, do the timeline, do phone calls, do client calls, try to do albums, pack, hop on another flight, hop in the car. Like it was just so much and I was falling behind. Personally, I was having a bad time. (laughs) My photography career, like the photos I was taking, like truly taking some of the best, most beautiful work I've ever shot but was literally dying and I just really decided like I do still want to travel for weddings but I just cannot travel that much I like learned in that gear that I'm just so much happier when like I just have a little sprinkle of travel so I just knew like I truly could not have another year like 2021 or like 2019 I could not be overworked I cannot be shooting that much like I cannot be traveling that much so I just knew I had to make a lot of really big changes like obviously I was already moving to the east coast and that was such a huge change in of itself we were supposed to be moving in January but I don't know on top of the whole season and trying to book new clients Brandon was gonna have to get his new job we we're gonna have to find a new place to live in I don't know, one of the states in New England and like just be in an area that we've never even lived or really gotten to explore that much. So it just seemed really, really hard to line all of that up. So we were just taking it month by month in the 2022 season. I gave myself a pretty big-ish break in the beginning of the year because I had so much editing to catch up on. I didn't even want to think about adding another photo to my queue. So I took a little bit of a shooting break so I could catch up with my editing, finally finished editing, and then I did a few sessions. But eventually it was time to move to the East Coast and moving day was the most stressful day of my whole entire life. Like, by far. And I'll get into all of that in another episode, honestly. But yeah, it was intense. But June 1st was our first official day in New England. And now we have lived here for a whole a whole year, which is crazy. But after I moved, I only had three of my own weddings in 2022. And I got a really big break. I mostly did second shooting. I got to explore so much of New England with my friends. I went to... Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, New Jersey, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Cape Cod. I went so many different places. 
I was in the car so much. Like, I drove more than I ever have in my whole life. That was kind of insane. But it was so beautiful having my first year here. And also just not having all the responsibility of the editing was amazing. I definitely needed the break. It was also really fun second shooting again because I feel like when you're the primary shooter, most of the time you are hanging out with the girls and I don't really get to hang out with the guys that much. So with second shooting, I got to hang out with the guys, like be a little more creative. Like, I don't know. I just thought that was really fun. And yeah, now we are here in 2023. I kicked off my wedding season Memorial Weekend, which is super fun. I've shot three weddings so far, and it is my first full New England season with my own weddings. I am still second shooting a little bit because everyone does photography different, so just seeing how other people are doing things like is fun and inspiring. I've been more careful with my bookings. Like I'm not booking doubleheader weekends. I pay attention to travel and where the weddings are at and how long it's going to take me to get there and just leaving room in my calendar to work on other projects. I have so many things like this podcast that I've been wanting to work on for so long, but just haven't had the time or energy or excitement really. I've been kind of burnt out and just tired for what feels like the longest time trying to keep up with all these changes, all the new things, revamping, moving. But now I am just feeling like so excited about my season, so, so excited about my work and feeling really creative. I'm so excited about this podcast. I think it's going to be so much fun. And yeah, I'm just feeling the ember in my heart, just growing and growing, getting stronger. She's becoming a fire again. I have so many fun things planned for the rest of this year up ahead, my many years in business to come. But that was like my overarching, my journey, my story, but my big why behind photography just to tie it all back in. Like I said, photography had always been so special. And when I was in third grade, my parents got divorced and I would go see my dad every other weekend. And he would always have a disposable camera for me. We would go to the lake and just go on adventures, go kayaking. And he would have a disposable and we would always be like filling up the camera with memories. And we would go to the store, get them developed. And like, I would always have a set and he would have a set. And it was just like so special having those prints. But unfortunately he passed away and I don't really have a lot of like physical items from him, but I do still have like all the prints and the photos that we took on our weekends together. And like, those are my memories. I still get to save those moments and look back on them whenever I want. And that is just so special. And that's why I care so much about photography. I want you to be able to go back and see all the happy moments, the hugs, your friends and family meeting for the first time, the tears, the emotions, how you looked at the time. Like, I just want to capture 
every single little part and just gift that to you. And not even just to you, but gift it to your families, your future kids, your loved ones, and just be able to go back whenever you want and relive the best moment of your life. That just makes me so happy. Wow. (laughs) Thanks for listening. If you made it this far into my first episode, thank you so much for listening to my journey, listening to my story, my why, all the things, maybe some little ramblings and tangents along the way, but it means so much that you listened and I'm so excited to get my podcasting journey started today. was a little weird awkward I'm just in my car honestly I'm sweating my ass off right now because it's 72 degrees and I have no windows open because I want it to be as quiet as possible but I'm so excited to go back home edit this and hopefully get it up by tomorrow and just launch it. Surprise, here I am. I record this episode with basically no notes. I figured like how hard can it be to talk about my own life? I'm the one who lived it. I'm so sorry if it was a little chaotic. Maybe not sorry. This is how it is. Make sure you're following me on Instagram. It is at Sunshine Shannon. I'll have that in the show notes and I also have a Pinterest. I'm like, what socials should I be plugging? I guess all of them. You can follow me on Pinterest. That's kind of where I'm at. This podcast now, Instagram, Pinterest. Yeah, those are the vibes. My Pinterest will also be linked in the show notes. And if you want to leave me a rating and review, especially if it's a five-star one, feel free. Drop, Drop a little a little compliment in there. If you have a rating that is anything other than five stars, you can just like DM me on Instagram. You know, you don't have to publicly share that yet. Let me get a few more episodes in, you know, before you start hating. But if there's any episodes you want to hear from me, just let me know. And I will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thank you.